and Danville is uh, at 22 as well. Boy, it's a park it kind of day. It I sure to, is. I had to bust out the heavy stuff today. <laughs> so did I. I'm, I'm still wearing layers. It's a 706 here on the morning jam uh, in the studio right now. Sarah Elder, we talked about her. And as a matter of fact, I, I want to play just a little bit of her. So I you... want to do this entire interview singing. Okay. Just that's all that's all I want. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to start out out by asking you a very uh simple question mm-hmm. which is how when did you get started in musical theater when you when did you start were you were you a child i'm assuming yes i was around like three or four when right. i started uh-huh mm-hmm. and uh what are some of your favorite roles that you've done oh goodness my top role is probably esmeralda and the hunchback of notre dame mm-hmm. i did that last year at the academy center of the arts and then Maybe like Wednesday Adams and the Adams oh, yeah. family. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. And Belle, you've done. I haven't done, done? Belle, haven't done but Belle, Belle oh, would thought, be a fun one. Oh, I thought you did. I thought I saw a picture <laughs> of you dressed as Belle. What was that? Uh, you were in a blue dress. A blue dress. You, as Elsa? Maybe? Oh, maybe, maybe Elsa. Elsa. Okay, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I swear you look like Belle to me. Um, well, hopefully we'll be able to play some of your, your songs. Tell yeah. us what you how this competition came about and how it works. Yeah, so I kind of just came about it on Broadway World's website. I was looking for submissions back in late October now. Um, But it's Broadway's biggest national singing competition called Next on Stage. It's an audience voting process. Mm -hmm. So back in like late October, early November, over 100 people submitted videos for this competition, um, both high school and college divisions. And... About four weeks ago, I guess it would be now, the audience voting process started, and then it went down to the top 15. And then they do a judges save every single week where they show three people who barely had enough votes to get by, and the judges will save one person from there. So the first week, I got saved by the judges, so technically top 16. Mm -hmm. The second week, I made the top 10. And then last week, I didn't make the top five, but the judges saved me again, so I made the top six. And, so apparently, and, they're and seeing doesn't, something. Doesn't that mean, <laughs> I mean, that means a lot. Because these things are fine as far right. as, as people calling in and voting. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, whatever. But it shouldn't be a popularity contest, not right. if it's a singing competition. Right. It is kind of hard because, I mean, you look at something like Dancing with the Stars where it is a popularity contest based off of who has, like, social media following or where they're from, right. who they know. Um, so, yeah, or or now even where they're like from. That. I mean, yeah. if you're from a small town, yeah, that's not like somebody who lives in, like, a, a really huge for sure city with a even bigger theater yeah. uh, so i think that speaks so well that, yeah. that the judges now let me ask you this uh once you get into the the because there's one more tier that you're going through is yeah, that right friday night they'll go down to the top three okay once you get there because i i'm sure you will <laughs> um we're going to be positive here oh. once you get to that point then who makes the final decision is that still by voting or so, do judges make the final decision as far as i'm aware the top three they'll go to the live show in new york next month and i'm pretty sure the judges will pick the winner from there okay i don't so know how that you, works then but. you will go and perform Yes, if live. I make the top three, I'll go and perform live next month. Do you know what you're going to perform if you do? Have you decided? I've, I've thought about a couple pieces, but I'm not sure like how many songs they'd have us sing or if we'd be doing like a group number or what. But I've definitely been thinking about it just in case. Okay. Okay, yeah. we, we found your bit from Miss Saigon. Tell okay. us what this is about, and, and then we'll play it. 
Yeah, so um, I Give My Life For You was my week three piece, I believe. Um, it's from the show Miss Saigon, which is based around the Vietnam War era. Um, and it's a woman who is clutching her child to her chest and dedicating her life to her child, essentially. I've tasted love beyond all fear And you should know it's love that brought you here And in one perfect night When the stars burned like new I knew what I must do It's pretty good there, Rose. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, it's, it's easy to see how you got uh, where where you where you have landed. Um, so, how long is the voting open? So, voting closes tonight around midnight. Okay. Um, so, get your votes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how can we we vote for? And we'll figure we'll out. Put the a, link. We'll put a link uh, yes. up on our Facebook. So, if you go to broadwayworld.com and there's mm-hmm. like a student section. And it'll say next on stage, and that will take you to the voting. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it up there. On our Thank Facebook you. page. And that way we can get you some hits there. Amazing. We wish you just nothing but success. You're Thank so talented. You. We're very proud of you. Oh. And uh, and I just know you're going to be in the top three. Oh, so thank you so much. I'm we're going to believe you, that for you. sending you all the good mom vibes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I'll take it. I don't say it if I don't mean it. You can oh. ask anybody who knows me. They, they know that. Well, so, thank you. Uh, I think it's going to go very well for you. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much um, for having me. This morning, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, I don't have anything coming up. I'm kind of like off for the holidays, and okay. then I'm currently auditioning for things, trying to get. I was going to say contracts, it, So it's going to be. Uh, do you travel around and do? I have not. Many? I've just been staying like in Lynchburg. Like the furthest I've gone is Amherst over the summer. I uh, we got to get you at there. like Barter and some of those places. <laughs> barter Theater's not that far away. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. True. All right. Okay. Well, thanks again for joining us, and keep us updated on when you have more shows, and we'll we'll promote those accordingly. Oh, thank you so much. All right. 713 here on the Morning Jam. We'll be back. We do have an interview lined up in the next hour. Kurt Eckerson's going to talk to us about stay sober or pull over. That's right. So we don't want any uh, drunkies or druggies on the road if you're if you're, you know, impaired in any sort of way. So we'll talk to Kurt here around 806. And then uh, you know, it's hump day, so we're going to have some good vibes coming at you, some fun stories, and then you know, we got to get back to the politics at some point. <laughs> it gets so depressing, doesn't it? The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it okay. snow, let it snow. One of arguably the best new, newer Christmas albums. Mm-hmm. But every time I hear Buble, every time, mm-hmm. all I can think of 
is my cousin's children, who are horrible like my own, in practical joke kind of ways. Oh. And they took her Michael Blue CD. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's holding presents behind, yeah, yeah, yeah. behind him. And it's... Um, and it's like bringing your Christmas presents or something like that is the title of his Christmas album. Right. And they've marked it out with Sharpie and put farting on your Christmas presents. Because <laughs> he's holding it. <laughs> like, they're so, wow. our children are so horrible. And they waited a year to pull that off. Wow. That's patient. Because she, she put her things up for Christmas and they pulled it out, marked it up, and waited for 12 months. Oh, you got to play the long game in yeah, the Rose you, you, family. <laughs> you do. You do. You never know. I mean, you know. Yeah, you never do. That's uh, that's good stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. Well, and the, the reason Kim told wow. me that story uh-huh. was um, because, you know, my kids always rearrange my pumpkins at Thanksgiving mm. and make different words out of them. Okay. Because remember, it says thanks, uh, right. and then they put skank in there. Right. They'll, they'll put right. all these different words up. <laughs> right. And then my oh, niece, Lordy. also a horrible child, Right. Uh, added pumpkins to it until it said stanko. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I'm seeing uh, a theme here. <laughs> yes, it must. It's genetics, I guess. That's what Kim Kim said. Obviously, this is genetic. Look right. what my kids just did to me. Sure. Yeah, that was fun. They're fun. Well, They're fun I'm, children. I'm just curious if you have a practical joke <laughs> that's happened to you, or you you've you know propagated onto someone we're we're doing dirty santa this year right for the first time Uh on on christmas eve with everybody i'm so excited i have spent far too much time coming up with these gifts oh gee i don't want to i don't want to don't want to give it away well i mean no no one's listening but so shall i tell you what one of them is sure it's a combo gift just just you and me nobody else just just us girls here we go (laughs) so so we've got i do have man boobs a squat a a squatty potty a squatty potty yeah with joe biden toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) who wouldn't want that gift i'm telling you what i'm telling you what it's going in the guest bathroom (laughs) i'm just saying everybody's gonna be fighting over that package i can see it coming i can see that i could see that that's gonna be fun yeah and this is on what day do you do oh, this? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Oh, is that when the lasagnas? That's when the lasagnas. Oh my gosh! Do I have to show up? Do I have to bring a let me, gift? Let me tell you. <laughs> only if you want to play Dirty Santa, okay, right. you got to give to get. Okay. Except lasagna, then you can just get the lasagna. Okay, that's that's okay. I'm telling you, this whole thing where people are like, oh, you know, you could save, uh, you know, money on your dinners and all this stuff, and Biden talking about things not aren't that expensive. I almost had a coronary yesterday. Right. Picking up some of the things. Oh, yeah. Because there are things that you buy around holidays that you don't buy any other time of the year. I had to buy mascarpone cheese for the tiramisu, and I had to get three of them, and they were over $5 a piece. Wow. That's an expensive dessert right there. So nobody, if anybody gets tiramisu out, they better eat every bite of it. That's all I'm saying. Don't don't over don't overbite. Yes, yeah. You you give yourself a modest portion there, Skippy, and make sure you eat all of it. So there was be a, a dessert Nazi. On, yeah, well, on Sunday, as most people know, CNBC is known as NBC's financial, uh, and I can't find the clip right now, but uh, it's their financial channel. It's been around forever and a day, and somebody admitted yesterday, you know. Uh, people are are not you know they're very upset they're just not liking the price of goods right now <laughs> hello 
Yeah, you think? Get out of your little ivory tower in New York City and move and, out among and, the people. And cook dinner for 20 and see right. what that puts you back. Right. Because they're probably going to, you know, P.A. Chang's or something or Wing Wong Wang's or whatever on the way home every <laughs> That's night. That's never going to catch on. <laughs> getting their, you know, their prepackaged food. They don't go out. They, well, I've noticed a little uptick on my... And they probably don't pay. I mean, here's the thing. If you're, especially if you're really high up, right, like a Pelosi or, or somebody sure. like that, when they go out to dinner, oh they gosh. probably don't even pay for their dinner. Well, that's true. You know, they'll be like, oh, I'll pick it up for you. Or, oh, I'll right. Which I never understood. If somebody's a celebrity, they can pay for their own meal. Yeah. Where exactly. were you when they were nickel and dominant and scraping it together? Right. That's when that's they needed when you. you. Needed. Yeah, when they were working three jobs and trying to memorize a script. If you're a celebrity, they don't need you buying their steak. Right. They're good. They've yeah. got it. Well, I bought you know I bought lunch for my sensei the other day, so mm-hmm. I was feeling pretty good about well, that. I took you to lunch. You did. Yeah. We had a nice lunch. You know what we we waited on that uh, key lime pie. Oh, you for did three days. <gasps> Didn't really? have it till well, I guess it would have been two and a half days. You're I think savoring we had it. it. Yeah, we waited till Sunday night or Monday. I didn't think you were going to get out of the parking lot. That's I impressive. Know. Well, that thing was heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt like a five pound weight. And then I opened it up, and it wasn't a a slice of pie. It was a round disc, about four and a half oh, okay. inches, like one and a quarter to one and a half inches thick. Okay. I mean, split that in half, and, and you all were good you, to go. Why, woo. <laughs> nice Ooh, doggy very good had a good salad over there at neighbor's place mm-hmm. yeah it was good yeah good meal uh michigan mm-hmm. ann arbor yeah 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 they're uh banning gas leaf blowers what uh-huh yeah how come N- noise and health issues noise mm-hmm. i i get the noise part but you know any kind of even a battery powered one's noisy and there's Not a as- lot of trees in ann arbor i'm just saying yeah their city council made a unanimous vote the uh, 10 council members heard mixed feedback during right. a public hearing, including lawn care contractors who said transitioning to uh, to electric leaf blowers would cost him thousands and thousands of dollars. The four-year gradual phase-out is meant not to cause economic hardships for small businesses, Democratic member uh, council member said mm-hmm. uh, the new law will fully ban gas blowers starting at January 1st, 2028. Until then, they will be allowed from October through May only. All right. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, contractors use them year round right, to sure. blow grass and sure. things, and and so you may only have leaves Ann Arbor from from October through May. After that, nothing. They say after 28, there'll be no exceptions to the ordinance. Gas leaf blowers will still be able to be used by contractors who are doing street, sidewalk, or paving construction work and supposedly can be used in emergency situations. Like clear uh, for post-emergency restorations, like clearing debris from driveways, okay. streets, or walkways. Does, does it give, let's just say I'm a rebel. And who would have thought in 2023, going into 2024... That I would be a rebel by firing up my two-cycle weed blower. $100. leaf blower. Is, is the fine. The first fine. The first fine. $250. At what point does subsequent. it become an insurrection? How many times do I have to fire the machine up for it to become an insurrection? Well, if you're Donald Trump, one. <laughs> just I'm one. just saying. Just one. <laughs> 
So I, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm, this is so asinine. This is the thing that gets me. Sometimes you're like, oh, electric is, you know, battery, wireless, cordless, whatever. Right. And I've tried like the cordless vacuums and things like that. But when you need something, when you have a big job to get done. Yeah. I mean, are they there yet? I don't know. I, I don't. They're not there for the long. Like I have a battery powered leaf blower. It's not an industrial one. You know, it's just to do my porch and stuff when we have guests coming over. Mm-hmm. And so, but when I have to use it like long spats, it, it the battery, I mean, it's 18 volts, but it, it's only going to do it's so much. It's only going to do so much. So you yeah. got to have three or four batteries lined up if you've got a big job. Well, they showed one where the guy has to literally carry this huge battery on his back. Oh, okay. So that's which, the... I'm sure that's going to be great for his health, having batteries that close to his yeah. organs and sure, brain. Sure, and sure, yeah, and the weight, thinking about that. The weight of it. Yeah. And that's just it. That's what happens with all this stuff. Yeah. Is they're like, oh, this is a great idea. But then maybe not so much. I don't. Well, this is where we're being forced into it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, this is why it's important to have the right city council, you know, being you know represented in your community. It's just important. Right. Because they, they think they're saving the earth. Hmm. They're saving the earth. Well, guess what? You got to burn some kind of fuel to make the power to charge the batteries. Nobody ever talks about that. What kind of footprint is that putting out there? Right. I'm just saying. Hmm. And, yeah. And it, I, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if that actually comes to play or not. Hey, Randy Weingarten's back in the news. The teacher union yeah, boss. She's, she's She's a lefty. I mean, a far out there lefty. But yeah, what's she and doing it, And now? if you had any question about it, here's this story. Um, of course, she's the leader of one of the nation's largest teachers union. Yep. She was the one that was fighting for schools not to reopen. Yep. And, and they all found that. some documentation that proved some things that mm-hmm. people were saying, but it, that she denied. And then that all came out. So in October, apparently, she was speaking at the Network for Public Education mm-hmm. Action Conference. Clips of her remarks, blasting school choice, of course, were shared on Twitter mm-hmm. and went viral. In the video, she took aim at former White House Education Secretary Betsy DeVos. They hate Betsy. Manhattan Institute's Christopher Rufo and American Federation for Children senior fellow Corey DeAngelis for advocating for school uh, choice measures. Mm-hmm. They have not one thing that they offer as a solution other than privatizing or voucherizing schools, which is about undermining democracy. Oh, now it's democracy oh, there, too. Yeah. And well, that's the new phrase. Yeah. And undermining civil discourse and undermining pluralism because 90 percent of our kids go to public school still. They mm-hmm. just divide, divide, divide. It is it's almost like a parody. Um, unbelievable. How could she, with a straight face, get up there and say those things? She is such a joke. She is. She is. Yeah. 866-916-3776. You're on the Morning Jam. Good morning. Hey, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Good. What's up, Alan? Hey, have y'all got any more conspiracy theories? Because I'm running out of a bunch of them that are coming true. But um, the Colorado thing with Trump... um, Dan Bongino and Tucker were Carlson were talking yesterday, and 
uh, Dan Bongino did an interview with Tucker, and and Dan Bongino is secret serv was a secret service agent, right? So he's saying that he fears for Trump's life that if all these court cases don't work, right. they'll probably knock him off. Well, and um, Tucker agreed. Tucker agreed with him. And well, I think I we think all know he's probably in the most danger of any president of our lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. Even while he was well, president. Well, I mean, we know, well, we know that the, the state knocked off JFK. And actually, the state knocked off Jesus Christ, if you want to go back that far. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the Roman, Roman government did. But, uh, you know, that, that would eliminate the problem is what Dan Mangino is saying. And... If they can't win in the court, that's the... Well, I don't think they're going to win on this one unless all of our uh, yeah, we're up judicial the system is completely crapped out, which yeah. is possible. Appreciate the call. Coming up, uh, we're going to be talking with Kurt Erickson mm-hmm. and that campaign, Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over. Yeah. And, well, put in the pokey. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. And the last time I checked, I think it was really our sins that kind of took Jesus to the cross, but I could be wrong on that one. And currently in Danville, we have 21 degrees. In Lynchburg, we have 23 degrees. And in uh, Roanoke at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport, 23. Grayson County uh, Superintendent, School Superintendent, uh, said that school is going to be closed on Wednesday, today, December 20th. Uh, In a Facebook post, uh, Wilmore said... The back roads and secondary roads were very rough in several areas. He shares that uh, all the makeup exams and SOLs will take place on January the 4th. So that's Grayson Schools. Kelly Wilmore, uh, superintendent, saying schools will be closed today. See, what is that going to do to their tests, though? I don't know. So they're going to go through the whole holiday. Yeah. And, and they, they prepare. They, you yeah, know, they, yeah, yeah. They, they prepare yeah, them right up to test time. Yeah, mm. that's going to be tough. I hope they're going to give them a couple of days to get brushed up yeah. beforehand. Maybe, maybe send them a little bit of work. I mean, mm-hmm. God forbid they'd have to do a little schoolwork over the holiday. But <laughs> yeah, got to keep them, keep that those minds going. Uh, the owners of Natural Bridge Zoo will be in court for a seizure hearing today. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, Roanoke Federal Court judge denied the motion for a preliminary injunction. The uh, attorney for the owners, Mario Williams, filed an injunction to ask for more time to prepare for court. He says the state violated the zoo owner's rights to due process by giving them only 10 days to prepare. Now the owners will appear in the Lexington General District Court this morning. This civil forfeiture hearing that they are trying to rush down everybody's throats in 10 days has criminal implications, he said just a a few days ago. Uh, He said 10 days from the seizure is not enough time for their experts to even examine Mm. the 17 species of animals that the investigator seized. Wow. Uh, Investigator seized nearly 100 animals from the zoo. Mm. Hmm. Well, we're going to see we're going to see how it goes. The judge said that in an emergency status conference, he saw some jurisdictional issues in granting Williams' request and struggled to see how the state was violating due process. He also said the federal court is very reluctant to interfere with any state court proceedings, and uh, what Williams was asking was not permitted by law. Mm. Okay. Ten days does not seem like a lot of time no. to prepare for something like that. Mm-mm. 
866-916-3776. You're on the Morning Jam. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have a few minutes, I have a little poem for oh, you. No. Oh, boy. Should I be taking notes? <laughs> Hold on. I, I'm going to oh, need boy. a cup of coffee. Let me get it. Well, I just after that... that that punny one that, that you did last week. I just don't know how much of that I can bear. Then he made a copy of it and put it in the package that he brought me on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, geez. I you found got, it. You Make got no docu- mistake. Documentation now. I do. Well, right. I knew she'd want to save it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I needed some kindling. So it was oh, all good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, your poem kept me warm, Dale. It was all good. Let's see. Let's see if this poem warms our hearts. Go. Okay. okay. It'll take a few minutes. Okay. It's titled "Towards the Week Before Christmas" at WIQL. Oh, okay. oh wow. <laughs> Rolling tape. Week before Christmas. Oh, okay. Towards the week before Christmas at WIQL. Mark Lamb was lamenting on where he should go. A cruise to Jamaica, Bahama, Aruba, maybe Alaska, or even to Cuba. The phone lines were lit up with callers on hold to comment on what Mr. Lamb had just told. Miss Rose with her face dressing down in her hands for the pun she just, he just uttered she just could not stand. <laughs> when out in the lobby, there arose such a clatter. Rose sprang from her seat to see what was the matter. Away to the front door, she flew like a bird to see who had made all the noise she had heard. The sun had just risen to shone through a cloud, so Janet could see who was banging so loud. When what to her angering eyes should appear but a bag of white chocolate for her to hold dear. <laughs> and, ho- and holding his sack while laughing, ha-ha, she knew right away it was Dale from Brigna. More rapid than squirrels, his puns they did come, those nary had time to say they were dumb. She sighed, that's enough, I can't take any more. But just then was heard a sound from the back door. The door then flung open with a bang and a jolt, and in the rear hallway appeared Mark's pal Colt. He came to fix all the computers and phones, plus he did not stand to be home alone. So he came to the station in order to tell. He brought along with him the man from FNL. Miss Rose then exclaimed, you have all got to go, but in the next instant shot in Fred Marco. He fought with them Reese's for everyone there, but Mark ate them all before he could share. <laughs> Is that it? Okay. Is no, no, no. Oh, that's not it. Okay, 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 no, 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 okay, okay. No, it's, it's I, I, long. We'll you, fix you, this in edit. You, you, you're doing great. You're doing great. Go, go. What's, actually, I went out of order, so I messed it up. I'm sorry. Why, chocolate is awesome. You can hear friend Mark say, I like it as much as the sheets cream brulee. At the top of her lungs, you could hear Miss Rose scream, I hope this, that this nonsense is just a bad dream. At dry leaves that before a gas blower do fly, when they meet the sidewalk and then mount to the sky. So her temper did rise as she yelled, go away. Please give me some peace for the rest of the day. And then in a twinkling, a sound can't, one can't hide, which came from a truck that was parked just outside. Rose peered out the window, then let out a sob, for she knew from the noise twas indeed Trucker Bob. He was closed all in flannel from his toes to his head. Then Janet and Mark slightly cringed when he said, The present I brought you, some might say, is naughty, for out in my truck doth sit your pal Salty. <laughs> then, then Salty burst in on his hands were pink mitts. It was clear he had drunk all the Manischewitz. <laughs> for on his white beard there were deep purple streaks, and a sight of him made Miss Rose let out a shriek. 
Miss Rosenick's saying you all have to go, but in the next instant, shot in friend Marco. Now, see, I messed up a little bit. So I'll do this over again. He brought with him Reese's for everyone there, but Mark ate them all before he could share. Dale did not want any, since none were the white. One last thing he said is he went out of sight. You all know my pun. It's the best you'll hear. It is true that Ren- Rudolph the Red knows rain, dear. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Dale. I, I, you are, you're, you're quite the wordsmith, my you, friend. You are, and you've covered about every aspect of this radio program. Yeah, just about. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, yeah, just about. You didn't mention Phoebe, but that's okay. <laughs> Getting hit by a deer. I'm sure you could have worked that in. Uh, you're a hoot, my friend. That you was are very a hoot. good. Thank you Which so much. Which is the bad and the ugly, though? Come on. What are you trying to say? Well, no, no, no. You covered it all. I don't want to say because, well. <laughs> the white chocolate, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'm, I'm speaking for her on the ugly part being the white chocolate, but I love the white chocolate, so it's the good. Do you have any of those left? Are, yeah, are yes. any left? Yeah, yeah, I took the rest home. I, I left some here uh-huh. in our secret For your emergency. For my He's got his emergency stash there, Dale. If, it gets, if the headlines get too rough. I go over and have a Reese cup. All right. Yeah, just for fun. Well, that was excellent. You better give him some more. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, you so sir. much that for was, calling That in. was very nice. Very thoughtful and thought out well and presented well. Yeah, So there you fun. go. Man. He's a hoot. He is a hoot. That's pretty funny. And he does some stuff on van camp barkley markley van camp and robbins on mm-hmm. on fridays when he can get through that they're quite funny he has those guys rolling in the aisles so uh hey well he's pretty he's pretty good with the parody stuff and very good we need to put him to work yeah i think so maybe <laughs> let's let's put you to work okay it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. They are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Well, when it comes to uh, to, to Christmas dinner, uh, you know sometimes it can be hard to come up with you know just the right thing mm-hmm. that you want to do for Christmas dinner. One of the things that I saw that somebody was doing that I thought was just a, a lot of fun was um, they did meatloaf for christmas eve and do you know okay. why no they they did a christmas story meatloaf oh that's interesting so they they made the meatloaf and they did it um you know kind of in the the vein of a christmas story and then they you know watch the movie and that kind of thing mm. i think that would be kind of fun yeah that would be fun especially if you have crew in your family who loves meatloaf as much as mm-hmm. mine mm-hmm. does um, so if you decide that you would like to do this, I've got my recipe for your, uh, for your meatloaf and then you do the mashed potatoes with it and it's just, just a lot of fun that way. Uh, what I like to do with my meatloaf is start with a, just a really good, uh, ground beef and you can get like an 80, 20 at F and L and, uh, and they'll they'll hook you up with that. If you like to put in pork with it, also very good. You can even put in some, uh, uh, Italian sausage if you if you'd like to do that as well and it's super good for this particular one I use an 80-20 and you're going to put your uh, breadcrumbs in your bowl and then I like to add just enough milk to those breadcrumbs just to make them soft 
Then you're going to add in your meat, whether that's beef and pork or just beef, and then seasonings like garlic powder, Worcestershire sauce. Uh, I also like to put in some chopped uh, bell peppers, red and green, especially at Christmas time, and your a couple of eggs. You're going to not overwork it. Put it into your loaf pan. If you're making a large section, you can put it in to a 7 by 11 pan. And it's going to take a little while to, to cook it, but it's completely going to be worth it. I've got a topping that goes on the top of it. And then you serve your mashed potatoes on the side. I think having a Christmas story meatloaf meal on Christmas Eve would be a lot of fun. Sure. Uh, if you want to see that recipe and maybe uh, give that a try. It's also an affordable option. Yeah, well, absolutely. Because People need some affordable options right now, right now because yeah, prices are so expensive. Mm. Uh, but if you decide you want to do that, throw on a Christmas story and have yourself a classic meatloaf meal. You can find the recipe by going to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. It's brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Christmas is coming a little early to talk radio fans in Central Virginia. By early, I mean Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. for that to happen yeah wouldn't that be great mm. i don't know that's going to happen this side of heaven but no you know we can hope that's we right can fight for it that's exactly right um so i was reading an article yesterday we've been following the whole ozempic thing pretty carefully ozempic wagovi mm-hmm. um it's still very new i know it's the hot and trendy thing right, right now mm-hmm. um they're giving it to children really Ay, ay, boy, ay. Oh boy, no. I mean, Sorry. you don't know what is is. Mm-mm. You're still developing, and that uh, could, you know that could stunt, you know, some growth in some areas. You know, what uh, I mean? you don't know what it could do. Yeah. Uh, to, now, if a if it's being used for diabetes or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing because right. that's initially how they figured out right. that it even worked that way. It was for for diabetics. Um, the young girl in this story, her name is Maggie, mm. and apparently from the time she was born, people had opinions on Maggie's weight. Uh, she's from Missouri, a town of just more than 2,000 people. It's uh, northeast of Kansas City, mm-hmm. and many of them are from farmers, railroaders, coal miners, uh, grown up together. When she was still a baby... A relative leaning over her changing table made the comment to her mother about how her cha-cha was chubby. And when she was in preschool, the playground chaperon would regularly send Erica photos of Maggie's behind uh, on the jungle gym because her jeans wide at the waist to accommodate her belly would slip down on her hips when she played. Mm-hmm. In retrospect... Um, Erica can see how the playground monitor might have thought the pictures were cute or funny, but Erica, having been heavy as a child herself, hit it, it hit her wrong, mm. you know. Um, 
over time, they began directing their opinions less from the mom uh, than to Maggie herself. So at some point, they in Missouri, uh, 37% of adults are obese, slightly below the national rate mm-hmm. there. Uh, in the eighth grade, they started giving her the precursor to Ozempic. Mm-hmm. And as her body began to shrink, she got, started getting approval. When she was 13 was when they they gave her the early predecessor of Ozempic and Wagovi. Then, at the age of 13, she underwent bariatric surgery. What on earth? Wow. What? I, man, I tell you what. Jeez. What we're doing to our kids. What is going on? I think Dr. Hart wants to check in on this, Janet. Yes, Good please. morning. Hey, uh, Janet. Hey, Mark. Um, hey, a quick comment uh, about Randy Weingarten really quickly before okay. I talk about that. But yeah. I think that her comment is really anti-democratic. Mm-hmm. Because oh, my gosh. Really, I mean, really, what is democracy but choice? Mm-hmm. And so this per- and this person is saying that she doesn't want people to have choice about sending your kids to private schools or, you know, you know, Christian schools, whatever. And, uh, you know, we know, we know. Or anything out of her, her realm of control. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, it's such an oxymoron that she's saying that that's not a, not a good choice and that it's anti-democratic because it really is democratic to allow your kids, to allow parents to choose schools for them, the best school, whether it's private or whatever. Yeah. You know, so, so that's my my comment about that well i mean absolutely you choices is everything that's what america is supposed to be about is right. choice freedom of speech freedom of you know bill of rights and, and choice that's what we're about yeah we're not about just you know allowing the teachers unions to sequester our kids in in a failing educational system yeah yep. yeah yeah so so back to this story of the 13 year old right that, that they put on Ozempic and got bariatric surgery. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'll tell you in one word, it's medical malpractice. Mm. You know, Ozempic, you know, Ozempic and Wagovi, which are, which are, they're all, they're both the same thing. They're, they're, their generic name is semaglutide. Yeah. And uh, what they really do is they, they really modify the way your digestive system, you know, acts in terms of uh, the passage of food. And what they do is they really reduce, they significantly slow down and reduce your digestive uh, system activity. And uh, they're finding now that uh, in some cases, people are having actually having bowel, you know, bowel obstructions. Mm-hmm. Oh, in, yeah, in some, oh, yeah. So, so there are dangers there. And in some cases, when, when you have surgery, uh, if you have been on Ozempic or what, Wegovy, the, you can actually get you know, have a very, very bad outcome with surgery because you, you may have food that can last in your digestive tract for several weeks, wow. even after you stop those medications. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can, you know, you can have a very bad outcome with surgery, such as a, uh, you know, a, a surgical problem like um, aspiration, pneumonia, that kind of thing with, with surgery. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are definite dangers and also... Um, you know, as far as your digestive system goes, they really, really modify the way your whole digestive system works, and it's uh, it's fairly unhealthy in in a person who doesn't have diabetes. 
know. Well, they the mother or, describes or, this child as having just an an insatiable appetite. She just could not be right. satisfied uh, in any right. way. She would go to other other people's homes in the neighborhood and eat dinner and then she would come home and lie and say she hadn't had dinner mm-hmm. and then she would eat again wow. um yeah and then she she weighed like 250 pounds and she was i think 11 yeah so no, no, man, that, that problem sounds, that sounds more of a yeah that's i mean that sounds more of a problem where you need a child psychiatrist that type of intervention, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think the answer. I don't think the answer is necessarily semaglutide. Um, so I think that that is a, is a sort of a behavioral and bariatric surgery issue, on a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. I mean, I I can't. I've never heard of such a thing in a in a kid. I mean, of course, you see it in adults, right? Um, and even even an adult, even in adults, bariatric surgery can be dangerous. I had a I had a patient who had bariatric surgery a couple of years ago. And that person ended up on dialysis within six to twelve months after the bariatric surgery because oh, wow. it injured the person's kidneys. Now, was that so, the I sleeve mean, or was that a bypass, or do you know? That was the that was the bypass. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I know so many people who have had the surgery done. I can't believe the number right. of people that I know, and I'm not judging right. those people. That's their choice. But some of these right. people, Dr. Harb, I don't even know how they got the surgery done. They might have been 50 right. pounds overweight. I didn't right. even think right. that Which was is, possible. Yeah, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's ridiculous to go to that dramatic, drastic type of intervention. Um, you know, but semaglutide, Wegovy, Ozempic, those are dangerous drugs. And they can, they can significantly alter your, your whole digestive system and cause you, you know, things like bowel obstruction mm-hmm. um, and... Um, you know, aspiration pneumonia. If you have, if you have your, if you have your digestive process stopped to that degree, you know the you can aspirate food into your into your trachea yeah. when you're lying down or that kind of thing and get nice. pneumonia. And um, and there are other certainly other types of, of bad side effects. But these are these are drugs that have potential dangers. I think they're definitely very useful with diabetes. Sure. Uh, and when you're when the person is is monitored on a regular, consistent basis by a by a provide healthcare provider, right? And uh, they're certainly uh, have you know good effect with people who have severe, massive obesity, right? You know, who, right. have, who have danger, you have, you know, who have other comorbidities where you really need to lose weight, such as if you have heart disease. That yeah, kind of got to proceed with um, caution, though, for sure. Doctor Harp, thanks for joining us. We really, really appreciate you. Coming up at the top of the hour, CBS News, Bill Trefiro from the Roanoke News Desk, and Drive Sober or Pull It Over. Kurt Eckerson, Erickson, 806, will interview him.